0: The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute radio. It is the Halloween edition of the Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Uh,
1: Uh, That was was a spooky ghost, right? Spooky ghost? That was the spooky ghost? Yeah? No? That didn't work? That that, that didn't work. Okay.
0: Just introduce yourself because I don't want to get,
1: you know. What's up, y'all? This is not... uh, an apparition from the great beyond. This is Carter Reppin, you know, coming through. Carter Reppin, like it's my name.
0: <laughs> Carter Reppin would be your rap name. <laughs> yeah, it's my <laughs> Carter What's Reppin.
1: What's up, y'all? Yeah, Carter, comma, Reppin. Actually, that's that'd be a
0: nice... Yeah, I'm not even joking. Name. I'm into it. Yeah, um,
1: I, I like that. You got to put the punctuation in there. What's up, y'all? Week week eight, ready to go. Week
0: my rap name would be just like JL. I suppose, or that's, uh, not, that's not
1: terrible. That's well, not, you know,
0: yeah. or he could be um, like DJ JL. What's uh, um what's his name? I can't probably remember his name.
1: Oh, that's uh, my style. Don't, don't, don't bite my style. Okay, that's my style. I don't remember. The
0: Jam name. Master J. That's it. I'm oh, going yeah, to be Jam Master J. Rest, Rest in peace. peace to the exactly. yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh Anyway, this isn't a rap podcast. Uh, I think that, you know, <laughs> I think we'd both be pretty bad at that. I'm not going to lie. Um, or maybe if I'm we had to rap another... 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Jay Lawrence, by the way. And uh, this is essentially a podcast all about the NFL. Now, it is not to do with rap music, though at some point we might talk about rap music and it is not a Halloween specific podcast, but we might talk about Halloween at some point. Mm. You're just going to have to live with it. I mean, it's just, this is as easy as that, really. If I'm honest with you, you're going to just have to live mm. with it. Uh, today on the podcast, Carter it is well. Look, it is, it's all, it's panic stations, I reckon, for, mm. for players, for teams, for certain coaches in the NFL, because yeah. you are now getting towards, as we say, towards Halloween. Some teams are in a dreadful, dreadful situation. Some teams um, are not doing as well as they'd expect. Some coaches are under pressure. I want to talk about panic exclamation mark, at the NFL. Uh, People who are basically (laughs) sweating a little bit right now. Shout
1: Um, out to the the disco.
0: So we'll talk (laughs) about that uh, in a second. Uh, I want to talk about Halloween players, so to speak, like who we dress up as. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 no doubt. I mean, this was oh, your yeah. idea, to That's be honest. Good. I'm not going to take credit I mean, for I,
1: this. I mean, I, I, I'm aware, Jay. I was trying to go along with you. you <laughs> the idea. Come on now, program. Um, We've got to produce this.
0: And then, I, and then, I want to play a little game. I want to, I want to end on a little game. All to do with fast food. Uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. Um, first, I will we'll oh. go with, we'll go with panic at the NFL because do you know what? There has been, I mean, the slate of games on Sunday. I'll be frank, wasn't the most exciting in the world uh, in the end. Um, but it has forced a lot of teams, players. Definitely some coaches as well. Probably to be to be sweating and thinking, you know, am I going to have a job? Not, you know, later this season, let alone uh, at the end of this season, lots of players who are benched who are just not performing very well. So I want to go through a few players, a few teams, a few coaches uh, up to you really, Carl, to be honest with you, uh, that we think are sweating right now. On Halloween, they're going to be thinking... I'm getting a little bit scared, but not for the reasons that you're usually thinking to do with Halloween. Do you want to start?
1: I will start, and it has to. You have to start with the most glaring of. I'm a bit nervous, nail biting, entering what might be the NFL season's equivalent of a haunted house, which is <laughs> the Kansas City Chiefs. It's it's mm. on everyone's mind. They are uh, not having a great year, Jay. It is week seven. They are three and four, third place in the AFC West behind the behind the Chargers and the Raiders. Who would have thought that? Um, Say ranked similarly as the Broncos. They they got some big problems. I mean, defense was always a challenge, Uh, and not was always a challenge, but they were maybe the Chiefs' weakest point last year. Let's Mm. say, given that their offense was, you know, arguably. It, potent to say the least, you know. Reminds me of like you know the the greatest show on turf way to mm. to reference or an older offense that was high flying, but and also you know arguably or people were crowning him the era parent to the Tom Brady's of the world, the Aaron Dod- Aaron Rodgers of the world, Patrick Mahomes having fantastic, uh, I mean inarguably statistically ridiculously proficient years, but one statistic that that speaks to the challenges that they're facing is that last year, Patrick Mahomes had six total INTs, had a nuts TD to, to INT ratio. It's week seven going into week eight. He already, he already has nine interceptions and in their most recent game um, against, oh, I just blanked on the name. Tennessee Titans. Uh, Tennessee Titans were King um, massive running back. Thank you very much. uh, Had a single touchdown. The he had more. The running back for the Tennessee Titans had more touchdown passes than Patrick Mahomes.
0: Oh yeah, that's that. it's it's true. And, and 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 you know, well, that was obviously a trick play. He was in wildcat position with Derrick Henry, yeah. and, and he and he threw it from that point. But I think, do you know what? Going into this season, if I were to tell you that the Kansas City Chiefs in any game, in any game, against any team. In fact, you could pick the team. You can pick the team. You could pick the situation. You could pick the the fact that they were away from home or whatever. If I were to tell you that the Chiefs would score three points in a game, you would be like, Mm. just can't see it. You you, you just can't see it with
1: with the Travis Kelseys and the Cheetahs and the and the running back game and the Andy Reid offense. Come on, or the Eric Bieniemy offense rather, and Andy Reid, you know, doing his thing. Three points. 27-3
0: 27-3 three they lost uh, in Tennessee and that is uh, now a uh, uh, pretty uh pretty shocking from the Kansas City Chiefs point of view. Now look, the situation as you said yourself is that the the Chiefs are 3 and 4. Now that's obviously not where they'd expect to be right now. However, they're still in a position that they can still come back from it, don't you think?
1: Uh maybe. And what I would say well, they have a really tough challenge coming this week. You know, my New York Giants showing up, whooping up on the Panthers last week. I'm just just gonna throw that out there. Whooped up on the Panthers, Jay. That might be more of a test. Than,
0: which Do you, is I, nuts. I don't know. If, I don't know whether you're trying to you're trying to make trying to pick up your Giants. your two and five
1: Giants. I'm doing my best, but I mean, I mean, okay. If the Chiefs lose the Giants next week,
0: yes, okay. it, it's not Here even panic.
1: It's not panic mode anymore. It's the season might be over. Like they're not going to make the playoffs, right?
0: Yeah, so it's yeah, yeah. You know,
1: okay. So it, it's can they salvage it? Sure, I think that they have to. I think they just need to calm down. Hmm. I think they need to stop rushing. I think, particularly on offense. Uh, they're giving up a lot of points which means that their offense has to be or it, and it's sort of been that way in the past perhaps I, I don't know the data around it but they their offense has had to be phenomenal in order to uh, to make up for their defensive deficiencies but I really think that offensively they just need to calm down get into a rhythm do less as they go into week eight playing the Giants or maybe a lesser team and then sort of pick it up after that, it's like a recalibration. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, I completely understand what you're saying. Um, and it, I think it's interesting as well. Andy Reid, obviously been in the league for a long time. He is one and eight against the Titans. That is a, that is skewed. That, that isn't it. Um, you know, obviously whether, whoever he was managing um, or coaching at the time, but Kansas City Chiefs, I would say that if you're a fan, you, you're panicking because you were not expecting this. The very least, if you're a fan, you know, you've been blessed for a yeah. couple of years. Probably yeah. thought that you'd be blessed for a few more years. And you, and you still might be, obviously. But
1: Yeah, sure. I will say this, that this next week with the Giants, they're going to have to get it right because the next three games they have are the Packers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys.
0: Ouch, yes, you're right. And, and <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Oof, oof. That might be the season. That might be the season. What do you think, Jay? Who's who's haunting your thoughts? Who's panicked? haunting
0: my thoughts? Wow! Who's? <laughs> um, I think somebody who's going to be seeing ghosts mm. is uh, Justin Fields, first-year quarterback of Chicago Bears, who has uh, flashed in moments this season uh, after starting a few games. Uh, but in this last game against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers was brutal. It was brutal. (sighs) Uh, And the thing is I want to bring up is particularly the fact that he is taking so many sacks. So through seven weeks of play, no quarterbacks has been sacked more than Justin Fields, right? So he is 30th Mm. in the NFL with just 131 pass attempts, but he has been sacked 22 times this season. 22 times uh sacked four times in the 38-3 lost to Tampa Bay which is the second straight week that he has gone down in the uh, in the backfield four times so that is four t- uh, this is a stat according to Pro Football Talk right 14.4% of the time he tries to pass he's been sacked no other quarterback in the NFL is even at 10% now is that his fault yes partially of course <laughs> you know he is he's he's a sure. rookie quarterback Taking too long, relying and relying on his legs too much. Uh, you know he's he's a agile. He's a uh, you know an agile well, an athlete, I suppose. You know, um, bad offensive line though. The Chicago Bears have gotten a bad offensive line. And, and what do you need? What do you need when you bring a rookie quarterback into the league? You need some stability around mm. him. You just need to look at like the Jets franchise mm. over the last few years, or so you need to look at. Uh, any, any bad team that has had bad players uh, around them. Now, obviously, the likelihood is, is you're going to get a rookie quarterback high in the draft. It means that you've got a bad team. So it's not as easy as that, obviously. But a good offensive line is the minimum, or an average offensive line is the minimum that you want to have right. when you've got a rookie quarterback. You need to give them time. You need to give them space to breathe so they can read the game, so they can go through their progression, so they can become the player that you want them to become. When you got a bad mm-hmm. offensive line, what do you, what you got? Let me mm. what you got. You, you you got them just scrambling all the time, and yeah. now the Chicago Bears coach and I obviously hope that he's he's healthy and he's well. Matt Nagy is now going through COVID protocol. Just tested positive. He's yeah. been vaccinated twice, but he's contracted COVID, um, and hopefully he's okay. But what does that mean? It means that you've got even more. Uh, concern I suppose when it comes to to being the quarterback uh, especially you know going forward I've got a friend of mine who is a Manchester United fan and he's got a, and he's a Chicago Bears fan and on the same day the Chicago Bears lost 38-3 and and Manchester United lost 5-0 to Liverpool Ooh. it was a bad day Ooh. bad day bad day Jeez. for him <laughs> um, yeah, I know uh, so for if for, you know if you're Justin Fields right now you're thinking, oh, it's got to get better.
1: <laughs> you know, you, to you get would better. Think, they, they took the risk in the beginning of the year when, who, I forget their, their backup QB, who is now the backup QB, who they benched for Justin Fields.
0: Well, he was um, injured, Andy Dalton. He,
1: Andy Dalton, yeah, he was, he was injured. And then when he got, when he recovered, they still didn't put him back in. So they're letting Justin Fields run, which is fine. And you would expect that, all the things you said, which is it's a risk because you could, I mean, quarterbacks, everyone in the NFL learns in real time, but quarterbacks mm. do it with the most scrutiny, you could argue. Yes. And not developing that confidence in your ability at that level in the ways that quarterbacks should, that could, that could damn a uh, uh, quarterback's career which is and I mean Matt Nagy whether or not he should be the coach I tell you what he should be trembling a little bit because mm. I really hope he recovers but if whoever's going to stand in for that for for him in the coming week um, or maybe weeks because he might be out for some time if they succeed even a little bit is <laughs> not be just justific- like the, the last straw for okay we don't need this guy anymore that might be that might be it. I think he's only two years in. Two years into his coaching. At
0: Nagy, or we, he'll be three. Uh, this might be his fourth season. If you think, maybe his fourth. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, his fourth maybe with because he obviously maybe even his fifth might be his. No, this can't be his fifth year, can it? Well, because obviously he had Mitch Trubisky. Right. So yeah, this might, oh, right. be, his, yeah. This, this might be his fifth year actually. So yeah, not yeah. second. Yeah. yeah,
1: this was, I'm sorry, this was the final year of his contract, is is what I remember now, yeah. And he's a contract through next year. And so, I, I, I t- he's not going to be there. We're going to see what happens, but I, I totally agree with you with regard to Justin Fields. That is hmm, a bit of I, yeah, I I,
0: do wanna read. Let me read you this headline. Um, and I believe it is a, fa- I think it's a fan, uh, Chicago Bears fan websites. But I just think that this might just sum up a little bit how a lot of Bears fans are feeling, right? Bears determined to ruin Justin Fields. <laughs> that's, that's... I mean, you know, that's, yeah, that's that's, the point. That's, that, <laughs> that might just be how fans are feeling right now. Uh, Chicago Bears fans determined uh, to ruin Justin Fields. Okay. All right. Let's do one more each, shall we, on this panic at the NFL going through some uh, sweaty, sweaty... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that sounds weird. Uh, teams or <laughs> players or coaches, uh, what are you going for?
1: I'm going to go with a team and I'm going to go with... A team that is not worried about whether or not they'll make the playoffs. It's not worried about whether or not they'll win another game this year. They should be worried about whether or not they take the franchise from them. If they take the team away from the team of sorts. And that is the New York Jets. Oh my goodness. They are one in five. One of the worst defenses in the league—they've given up some, some of the most points, are right, right around there with the Chiefs, I think, this year and the points they've given up. But this, um, this last loss to the Chiefs uh, oh, the, the, the Patriots, where Bill Belichick was running up the score mm. on the on the on the Jets. It wasn't just that it was uh, interdivisional, you know, blood rivals. Okay, fine, but the Jets just looked amateurish. They looked like they, they looked like as much as you can look like a college football team on, like in, like like sloppy, incompetent. Uh, they're like their their quarterback, like Zach Wilson. Speaking of, you know young quarterbacks who aren't in the best of organ, yeah. uh, organizational or offensive situations like it, it it I've got no stats I've got not it just just look at the Jets play and you saw the games that they you saw their game recently in London and so you could speak to this a bit more but because I haven't seen them play in person but they looked really bad and
0: it's devoid of inspiration is that's what I would say is is, not, is, you yeah. know Oof. and that's what um you know when, when you watch them it's just like or well, when I watched them against the Falcons a couple of weeks ago it just felt like you know there is no way that they even think themselves offensively anyway that they are going to be able to to contend. Um, and of course Zach Wilson is now out for two to four weeks with a sprained PCL in his right knee. what's a PCL.
1: Uh, that is a uh, something crucial uh, ligament. Something, something, cru- some, somebody's crucial. Somebody's crucial. Something crucial ligament.
0: Uh, anyway, sorry if I, I don't know anything about ligaments. Uh, so he is out for two to four weeks now. Have you heard the news that, that dropped last night? We, we, this is Tuesday. We're recording this last night, UK time. Have you heard the news regarding a trade the Jets have done? No. Okay. We'll here get we go. For it. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let me let me reveal it to you. Did... They've got a new quarterback in the in the uh, in the in the quarterback room. Okay. In uh, New Jersey, the Jets have acquired Joe Flacco from the Eagles they, in they... an exchange for a conditional sixth-round pick that can become a fifth-round pick based on playing time. So. I just want to remind Joe, you by the way that Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco played for used the Jets. to play for the Jets. Last, yeah, I was yeah. <laughs>
1: <say>. <laughs> um Joe Flacco is I mean, might have the mighty have fallen. Uh Super Bowl winning quarterback a few years back. And then he went to backing up the fresh kid in Philly.
0: Well, and... he went to, he was obviously backing up Lamar at Baltimore before he left. Yeah. And then he was yeah. uh, then he went to the Jets, played a little bit in relief of Sam Darnold when he was injured, then went to Philly to back up Jalen Hurts, very different quarterbacks. Philly then brought in Gardner Minshew from the Jaguars. So they had essentially three, you know, decent back or three, you know, a starter and two decent backups, I suppose, or, mm. you know, as, as decent as you can think that Joe Flacco might be right now, you know, up to the debate. Uh, and that meant that what they could do is they could ship Joe Flacco out and uh, because they're paying basically next to nothing for Gardner Minshew and Joe Flacco's back in uh, back in New York. Now, this is what I was going to say because I was going to bring up the Jets actually, and, and for a similar similar reason for you. But this trade has basically made it less for, from a New York Jets fans' perspective. This is even less. Um, uh, what word am I looking at? It, it, it is even more. Panic stations or maybe even panic stations isn't even the right word to be honest with mm. you because because throughout this whole season now, you know, you basically once Jets fans come to terms with the fact that, you know, they're not going to get into the playoffs this year, it is a Zach Wilson, let's see what you've got year. Let's right. see some improvement game by game so we can feel like we've got some optimism going into next season in, you know, 11 months time or 10 months time or whatever, you know. That's that's what you want to feel like. Zach Wilson is now injured for maybe a month. Maybe, hmm. you know, that two to four weeks, right? So you have got Joe Flacco in. What is Joe Flacco? Joe Flacco is the definition now of a placeholder. Ooh. This this is not a this is not let's see how our team can improve. It's let's just steady the ship. Let's just you know, you'd be basically if you're paying to watch the Jets, you're just paying to see something that doesn't matter. Really, does mm. that make sense?
1: Yeah, well, it makes one hundred percent sense. You were, I mean, you weren't really paying for much before Joe <laughs> Flacco got there, uh, but now you're certainly. So, the speaking of so further to that, Jets lost fifty four to thirteen against the pass last week. They've got the Bengals coming up, the Colts, which is questionable, uh, but they're they're not going to win that game either. The Bills. And then the Dolphins and the Texans. A few of those games they could win. But two of those, the red hot Bengals right now and the Bills who are lighting it up. I yeah, I, I totally agree with you that this is that's a tough man, that imagine if you're an offensive lineman putting your health and safety on the on the line every I mean they all do, but you know, banging as much as they do to a team that essentially given up here at week eight. Week eight of the season that sucks that sucks uh, let me Jay, just Jay what's your yeah, what's your gonna, what's let, your let me just one? finish
0: with one more okay I'm just going to finish yeah. with one more which is if you're a Seattle Seahawks fan I think that you're going to be panicking uh, and that's because you've now looked at a future without Russell Wilson uh, over the last couple of weeks including <laughs> the game Monday Night Football New Orleans Saints at Seattle Seahawks Saints come away with a 13-10 win neither offense particularly exciting really uh, Geno Smith at quarterback for the Seahawks as Russell Wilson is uh, of course, out injured. So, if Russell Wilson were to leave at the end of this season, as is potentially mooted, maybe even for the Saints, this is potentially what your offense is. Boring. You mean garbage? Boring. <laughs>
1: uh, with with some, f- still some fantastic receivers, but yeah, if you can't get the ball to Boring. him. Boring what is it what is it?
0: that's it uh, just a lot of running a lot of uh a lot of i mean you, you know pete carroll and the seahawks have always been a run first team even when it's been frustrating Except but russell in the wilson has some magic hey um <laughs> russell wilson has magic and you can always count on him to do something can't you but without russell wilson what you got
1: what you got got no magic man you're right got no magic no magic, magic.
0: Yeah, and in I'm fact, that, them, that's going to lead on to something them, that. Um, shall I do this now? Let's do this now. Okay, okay. let's do this okay. now. Let's play a bit of a game before we go into the Halloween part of the the, the show. The offensive, and you know, we, we'll sort all of that out. Right first sure. though. So, just to just to uh, just put a little bit of context, if I were to say the the words Titans and Chipotle to you, do you know what I'm talking about?
1: Titans and Chipotle. I have a vague inkling that somebody got sick.
0: Yes. A.J. Brown A.J. Brown basically had food poisoning. Oof. He claims from Chipotle. Mm. Now, we don't know what he had at Chipotle. Maybe we should know so we don't get it potentially in the future.
1: (laughs) Chipotle has had a few serious E. coli scares over the past uh, few years, from what I remember. But A.J. AJ Brown had a pretty good game last well, week. Well,
0: A.J. Brown has been lucky to be on the field, apparently, over the last couple weeks because he has um, been stuck to the toilet, <laughs> for, for lack, of a, lack of a better phrase. So he claims that Chipotle gave him food poisoning. Apparently, uh, Chipotle have reached out to him uh, after that Um which is you know, fair enough, I suppose, but says he will never be eating Chipotle again. Ho-
1: I was going to say, hopefully not with a gift card.
0: Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chipotle black amends. card or whatever. So, <laughs> so this is the game. Chipotle brown card. Would you eat this Chipotle? If you, if you were a fan of the team, would you eat this particular Chipotle? Okay, so mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. you going to eat this Chipotle? Kansas City Chiefs win out, but Patrick Mahomes is injured for the first round of the playoffs, whatever round that might be them are you eating that chipotle win out like
1: every game every game for... yes i absolutely i would scarf that down very quickly Give even if some patrick
0: Ag- mahomes is injured for the first round of the playoffs and you're and then chad Henney is under center
1: yes yes okay. oh, you, wow. could, you could you could you could fake it for a week you could fake it for a single game and figure out especially if you tell me pat patrick's coming back the week in the, after. In the next yeah. the week after yeah Okay. Yeah, you yeah, think, okay.
0: Fine. Okay. Well, that's uh, that's you're that's way more clear and definitive than I was expecting. I was expecting the yeah. opposite, especially okay. with this
1: season with the Chiefs. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! Number
0: out. two. Number two. Uh-huh. Are you eating this Chipotle? Uh, I feel like I need some sort of a little jingle. Are you eating this Chipotle? The Tennessee mm. Titans win wow. the division, but Derek Henry is out for the season. Are you eating that Chipotle? Hell no. Yeah.
1: Absolutely not! <laughs> what? <laughs> Derek Henry might be the MVP of the league this year. Uh, it legitimately, like uh, no, I, I what? Not that they're. Uh, oh, you gotta tell me who the name of their quarterback is. He had a great Ryan game. Ryan Tannehill, thirty-one for like thirty-four. I think like a fantastic game. But name an offensive player more important to their team in the league. Besides Tom Brady.
0: Yeah, no, I'm with you. I'm glad that you said that. So I was thinking when I was reading it, I was like, maybe I should have made this a bit more salty because like the (laughs) Tennessee Titans are going to win that division. So why would you say (laughs) yes to that? You know, why would you say yes? Um, Jeez. And lastly... Just as we were talking about the Seahawks, the Seattle Seahawks get Russell Wilson back for the remainder of the season. Now, just to put that in context, they are now two and... and five? Two in, Are they two and five now? Yes, they five. are two and five. So to put that in yeah. context, they're two and five. The Seattle Seahawks get Russell Wilson back for the remainder of the season, but after the end of this season, he leaves for another franchise. If, who am I in this? You are a Seattle Seahawks fan. Do I?
1: um, No, I don't. I don't need that. Would I? If If he's leaving next year, trade him now. Okay, send
0: him. Well, you can you can send. Can you you could trade him at the end of the year.
1: You could also trade him now. We're not gonna win. We're not gonna win Mm -hmm. this division. The Cardinals are seven and zero. The Rams are six and one. What What are we doing? He's Russell's out for maybe another two to three weeks. Geno Smith ain't to answer, so we stack up, but two and seven, two and eight. When he gets back, maybe uh, if you if you know he's leaving next year, you just sign him to that fat contract. I think you you send him and you take your chances because you got to get something in return. Because otherwise, he's gonna well, he's not gonna walk because you just signed him. But I I don't know what. Um, I guess the debate is whether or not his trade value is higher now than it would be at the end of the season. What do you think?
0: I don't think it'll be necessarily higher now than it is. I think it's going to be high regardless, to be honest with you. Right. Um, what, you know, I've just seen the Seahawks are 0-3 at home this year. Ooh, Oof, Grim, is guess, guess that 12th man ain't, ain't so. Wee, it's, it's true. It's true. <laughs> you know, that's what you hear a lot of. And, you know, it's not making too much of a difference. I suppose that, you know, They've been without Russell Wilson, but still. Uh, and that is the end of, would you eat this? What was it called again? Uh, Somebody, AJ Brown,
1: gonna, get, get him off the toilet. Are game. you going to eat the... <laughs> get him <them> off
0: the... <laughs> oh, AJ
1: Brown, it's off the
0: toilet.
1: The, the Chipotle Brown card. The
0: oh. I think we should just end the podcast there I, I just <laughs> think it's tough. only going it's only, well, it's only going up I think from there to be fair so maybe uh, maybe we should um, are you eating that Chipotle okay thank you for playing we'll yeah, be back sure. uh, next week with another edition of uh, are you eating that Chipotle um, and uh, as it's a Halloween episode and uh, you got Spooky Carter and uh, Crazy he, Jay he- uh um, trying, I'm trying here. <laughs> now, look, I don't know what. Was, when was the last time that you were uh, dressed up for Halloween, Carter? Oh, jeez, had to be
1: early twenties. Had to be my early twenties. Going out to uh, maybe I was in Hong Kong. I think, jeez, long time ago. What about you, Jay? You I, I, I mean, dressed up. Are, are, are you? Yeah, are you going all the way back to your latent buzzard days? Wait.
0: No, actually, I'll tell you, the last time I dressed up was was years ago, to be fair. And I went to this party, and I decided to dress up as my housemate. And without him knowing, I just stole some of his clothes. Now, he worked at co-op at the time, um, the supermarket. So I grabbed his super, his co-op uniform. I did my hair exactly like him. He used to smoke roll-up cigarettes at the, at the time. So I had one of those <laughs> just in my mouth. I don't smoke, but you know, in my mouth. Uh, so I dressed up as my friend Sam uh for halloween so which i don't think was necessarily scary i mean it was scary probably for him just to be a bit like a bit, bit weird but that was go the ahead. last time i think that i dressed up for halloween i used to go around like knocking on doors and stuff um uh you know when i was younger and i probably did that until i was probably a bit too old for 14 is that a bit old
1: uh
0: yes yeah
1: but then you can you can like make a comeback in like your 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 college age and still quick, you know show up at people's houses like trick or treat and then like take their candy bars you can still do that. Oh, kind of. Got to take a seven. got to take a seven year hiatus though.
0: So basically, for this Halloween, we are going to dress up and we're going to dress up as a scary NFL player, an offensive player, and a defensive player. Carter, um, do you want to go first or shall I go first? I'll let you go first this time. Okay, so mine. Maybe this is recency bias, but mine. Uh, my basically frightening player has got to be Seattle Seahawks wide receiver, DK Metcalf, because he Ooh. is frightening to anybody that he is up against just shown by what went down on Monday night football between Marshawn Lattimore and DK Metcalf, uh, you know, basically oh, a play, a, a, a cornerback that is playing at an all pro level in Marshawn Lattimore against DK Metcalf, Metcalf the, the huge presence that DK Metcalf is Uh and if you watch the game, Marshall and Lattimore, quite assured, usually, but DK Metcalf was getting in his head a little bit, mm. Pure, and, and he, he he was he was uh, getting flagged Lattimore, for being you know too aggressive against DK Metcalf, and Metcalf was like pushing him here, pushing him there, and and, and Lattimore was reacting basically every single time, uh, including the uh, the eighty four yard touchdown that Metcalf did in the uh, the first uh, caught in the first half as well. Mm. Now, he is just straight up a frightening player to go up against. Now, the thing is, if I was to dress up as DK Metcalf, I can't see there being any way that I could ever dress up as him, ever, unless I just had a jersey with his name on the back of my, uh, on the back of a, like a, on the back, right? Because DK Metcalf does not look like I look he is uh no <laughs> huge uh is, no no jay but not like, i mean obviously i'm white and he's black and that's not what oh, i was no, I was, at. I, was saying, I thought that's what you, you were getting at i was no, like okay. no, i was saying you're not six six oh, like all right no, no no i'm allowed to say that you're not i know <laughs> i know that i'm not six foot whatever i don't know yeah. he's he huge, though. huge and ripped and i am small and not ripped uh so honestly there's no way in real in, in any way that I could ever get away with actually looking like DK Metcalf physically. Um but he is probably the scariest player to go up against I think that if you're in a if you're if you're a defense. Uh, what are you saying? So
1: I will uh I'll play a bit of Freaky Friday here and I will go with an offensive player that people have, may may not seem as scary, but he is putting up scary numbers. Um, he is wide receiver for the St. Louis Rams. L.A. Rams. Uh, Cooper Cup. L.A. Rams, thank you very much. Jeez, I just dated myself. <laughs> um, uh, Cooper Cup, who yes. is uh, – I think he's in his like fourth or fifth year out of Eastern Washington. Who knew that? But Cooper Cup has been quietly – having a crazy year yeah like uh like really really he's got I, he's got four games with over a hundred yards catching with um I think last week a week before in Indianapolis was his peak game which he caught nine balls for 163 yards uh his yards per reception, well above 10 yards per catch yeah. in every game this season and having um Matthew Stafford Throw into him this year, like it's almost. I haven't caught any of the games yet this season. I um, say maybe just one, but all of the most of the highlights that you see and most of the good things that are happening with that offense are like Matthew Stafford has weapons now, and Cooper Cup is like weapon number one. It is like he's having a great, great year. If I'm and I would dress up as Cooper Cup, and I mean the dude's attractive, by the way. I'm not going. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm showing up to everybody's house. I'm just taking candy. I'm snatching candy from moms, from grandmothers. Everybody's giving me. I'm, I'm taking it all, and it's that good. Cooper Cup is the guy. He's my offensive, uh, not doppelganger, because I, I, I don't look like a six-two white guy either, Jake. Let me tell you, <laughs> <laughs> with a, with a golden beard. <laughs>
0: but- you, oh, golden beard. We well, know you've got a good beard going on. To be fair, Carter, it's not golden that. though. It's but not it's golden, uh, no, it's uh, no. it's still a good beard nonetheless. Cooper Cup yeah. is one of those players that. Uh, has been really um, throughout throughout his career has been one of those sort of under under the radar guys who was playing really well when Jared Goff had him as quarterback was very reliable but wasn't necessarily someone that put up crazy numbers and he has just exploded now that yeah. Matt Stafford's uh, under center and he's just one of those players that um, when we look back on this season it will be. Cooper Cup season for the LA Rams you know yeah yeah um, and th- and they're a team as well that have got so many receiving options um you know you're not necessarily looking at the Rams and thinking that it, you know picking a, a receiver thinking well that's the star receiver you know he's not there's no Devonte Adams there's no Michael Thomas or anything like that but they have got five you know five or six really really good receiving options and Cooper Cup is just well you know metaphorically Uh, grab the ball and run with it you know Yeah. so I totally totally. see that on the defensive side of the ball I'm dressing up again recency bias because it was from Monday Night Football but DeMario Davis is one of the best linebackers in the league week after week the New Orleans Saints defence is lights out in nearly every game this season and that Mm -hmm. is largely because of DeMario Davis largely because he is everywhere he is everywhere he is sacking the so in this in the last three plays the Seahawks had in the last game against the Saints, the last three plays, and they needed to get at least a field goal to, to, to level the score and obviously they could have won it with a touchdown. Geno Smith under centre. So second down, uh, DeMario Davis sack. Third down, DeMario Davis sack. Fourth down, nearly DeMario Davis interception. Hmm. That is That is crazy. He is somebody that is just everywhere. So if I were to dress up as a scary player on the defensive side of the ball, somebody that if I was a quarterback, I would be worrying about that is, that is equally going to either going to come and charge me and come and sack me or he's going to just be playing you know, superb coverage on, on someone that I want to throw to, it will be DeMario Davis. Incredible player and somebody that, again, I don't think gets the credit on a international level or national level that maybe he deserves. But as a Saints fan, I don't really care. I'm fine with that. You know, he can can just do his job. I'm fine with that.
1: I respect that. I am going to quickly choose a defensive player. And I went back and forth, but I am going to choose. Everyone knows it. Plays for the Saints, the LA Rams. That's why. The greatest show on turf. I said that earlier. That's why I was saying St. Louis. I remember now. Uh, Across the ball from... Uh Cooper Cup in likely in uh practice, Mr. Aaron Donald. Now I will say mm. he is not having the most standout year that he has had in the past, but what I have seen in my very limited uh film watching <laughs> of, of uh the Rams this year is that dude is getting hella double triple teams still. And like it's not slowing him down all that much. It's you had the two-time de- defensive player of the year. You could argue that T.J. Watt was that last year. I and mean, T.J. Watt's making a stronger case this year, particularly with his performance, I think, in week seven, week six that was outrageous um, where he had uh, that forced fumble to end the game. But I j- you just – if you're sticking three, sometimes four people on a single guy – which is what they st- the opponents are still doing to Aaron Donald. And you've got the – and it allows – it takes the pressure off of Matthew Stafford on the offensive side to let them go and do whatever it is that they do. I just – I think the Rams are looking real good. And I think it starts with – on the defensive side of the ball and it translates to everything else. It is Aaron Donald. Not to mention Aaron Donald, not the biggest uh, – Defensive tackle out there, which we know. But that low center of gravity means that when I'm (laughs) trick-or-treating on on these mean streets of L.A., I can get down there with the kids, knock them to the ground, (laughs) snatch that candy and and hop in my bentley coop and, and be so on my way so what you're saying is that
0: because you're going with aaron donald you can dress up as a kid a little bit easier a little uh, easier and, and then be disguised just yes. because he's slightly smaller despite this being is, oh, massive
1: it's my low it's my low center of gravity jay i'm telling you i'm not just taking i'm not just getting the candy i'm taking candy as well that's what that's what we do
0: that's a nice little sort of line to end on actually you know what, uh, Aaron Rodgers? He not he not just getting the candy. Aaron he Donald. Be, he take uh, what did I say? Aaron Donald. Yeah, Aaron Donald. He's not mm-hmm. just getting the candy. He gonna be stealing it too. I'm uh, taking like candy, taking Snatch the it. candy. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So if you see somebody dressed up as a, a child like Aaron Donald uh, <laughs> uh, on Halloween, a 280 pound Spider Man. In in where, where are you? Jersey is it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> there we go. People will know it's uh, it's Carter. Uh, yeah. So there we go. Uh, nice one, Carter. I think we're gonna we'll end the rock and roll American football there this uh, this um, week. I'll see you next week. Hope you have a lovely Halloween. Yeah, it's a spooky too, Halloween. Yeah.
1: Ooh. That was better. That was better. That was a better ghost. I think so. I you you think so too, right? I I agree. Just, everyone thinks so. Just better.
0: The Rock and Roll American Football Podcast. Absolute Radio.